Ladies, do you know that the beginning of real healing does not involve medicine? Hey sister, welcome to For the Love of Hormones podcast. If you have struggled with finding satisfying solutions to your fertility, pregnancy, and hormone issues, you're in the right place. Maybe you're ready to feel heard and supported beyond a quick doctor visit and prescription medication. If you're ready for real conversation about how God fits into the holiness of hormones, women's healthcare, natural remedies, and the Bible's view on fertility, welcome. For the love of hormones, ditch your afternoon cup of joe and sip on some mood-boosting matcha green tea with me, Becca Yon, certified femme educator and hormone coach, as we discuss with Dr. Jamie Eller more about the holiness of hormones. Hey guys, we're so excited that you're here. Before we dig into caring for your temple, I just want to thank those of you who have already left a review. You are wonderful. And if you could take a quick second to leave us a review, we would super duper appreciate it. Leaving a review gets this message out to more women in the world and it's so needed. So let's go ahead and kick off with prayer as we dive into this super important overview of tending to our temples. Lord Jesus, we just come before you and we thank you so much for allowing Dr. Jamie and I to explore this topic and to be your spokesperson for this incredibly important topic about how you have designed us to be your temple, Lord. Our bodies are a temple. And so I pray that you would speak through, especially Dr. Jamie in this episode, and how you have this desire for us to honor our bodies because that's honoring you and how we can do that in a way that pleases you. We're so excited to dig into this, Lord, and to just represent you, Father, on this big, big topic. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Okay, Dr. Jamie, tending your temple. Is that what we're saying? Caring for your temple? Healing your temple? Healing your temple. Good gravy. That's what we said. Okay, we have to have a good gravy or two in every episode. Oh my gosh, I must just spill my tea. Okay, so let's just kick off. What Which scripture do you feel like we should kick off with? My most favorite scripture, and I can tell you why afterwards if you'd like. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20, uh, New King James Version. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. For you were bought at a, at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Wow. So yeah. I never came across that scripture until I was in my 30s. Really? Yeah. yeah. And when I read that, it just like knocked me down because I was like, wow. Like, had I really understood that scripture, like how different would my life have been in the last 15 years? Like what, what choices would I make differently? You know, recognizing that my body is a temple for the Lord. Like, yeah, it was a huge scripture for me. So like ever since the day that I read that scripture, that has been my most favorite scripture so far. Did you? Yeah. Like, did you hear this scripture before or after you became a doctor? After, after so I became a doctor. how did that impact, like, how did that impact your practice and your view on your own body and on other people and 
Well, you know, I'm an osteopathic physician. So we have we have a philosophy that's instilled in, in our education that the human the human body is composed of mind, body, and spirit. And so it, you know, it's not like it was a foreign concept, but like this gave that inner Christian in me like power to be like, yeah. And like we like we're not just taking care of our spirit for us, we're taking care of our temple for God. And like <laughs> preach it, girl, <laughs> to all the women listening. Because I yeah, just right? feel so, like I mean, we as women sacrifice ourselves every day. Like we always put ourselves and our needs last. And I am not saying that is a bad thing. Like, yes, we should always put others in front of ourselves, but at the same time, we need to view our body as what it is. It's a temple for the Lord. And if we neglect ourselves, we neglect our body. um, We neglect our heart, our spirit, our mind. We are not caring for, for what the Holy spirit lives in inside of us. And that's a problem. Like, right. Oh my gosh. So how do you, man, where do we even go with this? How do you see this play out like in your patients, in your own life? Man. So I think I'll get into a lot of this when we talk about like our divine appointments, like specific situations, but it's definitely like, since I've read that scripture, it's just, it's up the ante of like looking at myself and saying, is my temple a place where the Holy Spirit feels invited? that he wants to be in, like, what do I need to do to clean it up, to make it a place that he wants to be in all the time? And so, you know, once I like adopted that mindset, Holy Spirit would start telling me like areas in my life that I needed to work on, like forgiveness, forgiving big things that I can't even believe I never even thought of before, or, you know, identifying areas of my own prayer life that I needed to work on. And through my patient encounters, I actually discussed a lot of my own testimonies for myself of the how Holy Spirit is helping me heal and offering encouragement for my patients to explore that as well for themselves. So like as a hormone coach, we like we work with women on, you know, what they eat, how they sleep, supplements, stress management, exercise, And, you know, we do work with women um, in a Christ-centered way. Um, So we're really like digging into those lifestyle things. So I think you had kind of outlined different tenets of our temple. And I think that's under one tenet, but there's so much more to, like, those things are super duper important. Like, right, they're super important. We are going to talk about them, but there's a lot more to that. Um, there's a lot more to it than what's in our control and what we can do. And that's why we're here. And that's why the Lord put us together to talk about <laughs> it. So I'm going to let you kind of take the reins here and go through what the Lord has set on your heart for this. Well, for this series, we will frequent this very often. Um, and we will be discussing like common health conditions that women encounter and how encounters with God can heal our temples as well as how we can separate ourselves and become more holy temples as an act of worship to our Lord. So that is the overlying theme of this um, series. And with that, there's some objectives and there's only three. And as we grow, like the list may grow. <laughs> this is just, it's, it's going to be 
something that will probably just keep, keep expanding and morphing into to something beautiful. So through this series, one of the first things I'm going to bring up is that we are going to speak about godly solutions for common health conditions, which is so needed in today's healthcare system, right? Yeah. Another objective is to review scripture that applies to these situations. Like you said before, there's so many stories of women and their individual struggles, and we're going to expand on that when we discuss particular situations. And then also we're going to discuss the natural remedies that have been provided by God that support our temples so that we can live out our God-given purpose to the fullest. And that's where we're going to talk about the tenets, if you will. Yeah. That's when we kind of go into like the practical things, you know, what we eat and drink and what we're intaking, putting on our bodies, all of that stuff. But can I ask you a question? Yeah. So if somebody was to ask you, like, what is the temple? Like, what would you tell them? What is the temple? If you You, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as king of the world and the Holy Spirit is inside of you, you are a temple. You are the Lord's temple. That is literally what it says in first Corinthians. It's just like, this is, it just, this just resonates in my heart so much. And I truly believe that our listeners, this is going to really be tugging on their heartstrings because us as women, as like busy Christian women, we, it is like the norm for us to not honor our temple. Like this thought, I like, until we put it into words, until the Lord gave you these words to Jamie, I mean, I just don't think this is even in our culture as Christian women to be thinking about like how we're living in our hearts as a temple for the Holy Spirit and honoring our body in that way. It's like, like, I really feel like the Lord is just going to use us to wake people up, to wake our own selves up, to wake me up, to wake you up, you know, of all of our choices and how we spend our time, like in the word, in prayer, submitting to that and everything that we do or don't do, like every single thing that we eat or that we don't eat or we drink or we don't drink or our education about how depleted we are of nutrients, you know, these days, um, the chemicals and the products, like all of these things really do make a difference. And I'm really excited that we get to talk about how we are the temple. Right. Yeah. And all those things that you just said, like, I can already like hear women in their minds saying like all those things, like they're so overwhelming. They don't have time. It's like almost burdensome, but a way to help change your mindset about that is to look at this gift. Being a temple for the Holy Spirit is a gift, blood bought by Jesus Christ, right? Because before before Jesus, the temple was a physical place in, in the Old Testament, right? And it was a holy place only the priests could enter. And, and only, only one priest once a year could enter the Holy of Holies, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a place of offerings. It's where God would physically manifest and where his spirit resided with the Israelites. And because of Jesus' sacrifice, he poured the veil, right, of the Holy of Holies. And there was no longer a separation between us 
the people and God. And and in turn, our bodies became the temple where the spirit of the Lord resides. Yeah. And like, how precious of a gift is that? I mean, I have a thought, like, okay, I have a few questions. So just digging into this a little bit, just this idea, angels, they're not temples of the Holy Spirit, right? Or are they? Like, do you know? No, I I would not know. I mean, Hmm. they don't have to be, though. They're always in his presence. Hmm. Right? It's an interesting thought. It is an interesting thought. But yeah. I mean, he's, they're always with him. They, they can withstand his glory in, in, in the flesh. Right. Uh, so they don't, they don't need a, the temple. Yeah. They're there. And like taking 10 steps. But back. I am by no means a, a <laughs> an expert. In, well, my, husband. Theologian. <laughs> my first profession is a, is an osteopathic physician <laughs> slash comment podcast commentator. <laughs> Okay. So my husband is actually like he, the Lord's given him this gift of knowledge and this desire to understand and learn the old Testament. And so I will ask him and we'll come back to you guys and let you know what did, what did Adam say? And, uh, there you go. It could be a little episode. Like what did Adam say about these things? <laughs> we can get him on here. Like we had questions, Adam. No, seriously. <laughs> okay. I'm going to write down angel and I'm going to ask Adam about that. That's a really interesting thought. But thinking like 10 steps back, just imagining the temple, the physical temple that the Israelites had set up for the worship of the Lord and how good gravy. Can you imagine just like seeing God descend down from heaven in the form of a cloud onto the temple and how awestruck everyone must have been and the glory of the Lord, you know? And it's, it's kind of crazy to think about. And then you also think about how pristinely they must have taken care of the temple. Like, I bet you they were washing the walls. They were sweeping the floors all the time. They were changing out the water. They were, um, you know, had to keep the lamps lit 24 seven. Like, yeah. Yeah. They they probably never let any of the sacrifice stuff get old and stinky, you know? And every time God led them somewhere, they had to probably break it down and carry it miles and miles and miles and then put it back up. Like, wow, like that temple is an actual physical burden. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caring for that temple. Like but that's how we it was feel actually though, right? harder, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know. <laughs> I would say I someone think- would venture to say that caring for our own temple is a pain and it's a burden in the same way. Well, that's way. why we're here to talk about it. So, cause <laughs> okay. it doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it does like, I love those correlations that it takes work and it takes effort and focus and attention to detail. And somebody once told me, and it always stuck with me. This was a, when I was a nurse, I was a home health care nurse and um, I was working full time and going to school full time, trying to get into medicine and the sweet little lady told me, you know, she asked me about how I was doing with school and everything. And, she, and I told her and she's like, well, anything worth doing usually isn't easy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that is true. And that's stuck with me since. Yeah. I feel like for the series, I'm most excited to, to honestly learn from you, Dr. Jamie, like in your faith. I mean, for me personally, I've been a Christ follower for a very long time, actually, since I was three. 
I asked the Lord hey. into my heart. And so it's been this like slow growing maturation in my faith with him. But I'm just really excited to learn from you and for our listeners to learn from you in this massive submission of our bodies and our minds and our spirits to the in our spirit to the Lord um, and how that truly impacts our hormones and our health and our heart and our entire being in who we are as a wife, as a mom, as an employee, a working woman. It really does. So I'm excited to dig into that more. Yes, for sure. I mean, outside of the church, there there really isn't anybody talking about um, addressing the spiritual health of, of of women or people in general. It's all dumbed down to physical and mental, and we're completely ignoring the spiritual. And that's where um, in the past year and a half, as I've gone into full-time private practice, like the Lord has revealed to me, like, you know, not everything is a spiritual attack or generational curse, but there a lot of it is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things at their root, even though they seem like physical issues or mental issues at their core, they're actually spiritual issues. And that's what he's been revealing to me this past year. And you know, even in my education as an osteopath, they are giving us the their tenets, right? Their philosophy, you know, the, the human beings composed of mind, body, spirit. The body has the ability to heal itself and, and all those things. But even there in that setting with the, these philosophies, these core philosophies, it is still difficult in those settings to bring up the spiritual and to actually discuss it and how you can implement those discussions in your healthcare practice. So yeah, it's a not always an easy road to travel down with a person is talking about their spiritual um, history, their spiritual health, however you want to call it. But especially if you're not equipped for going down that road. So that's been a personal goal for me is to enlighten other um, healthcare providers of ways that you can start equipping yourself and 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 going down that road. I can't tell you how many times I've asked patient a patient like, "Hey, what do you practice any specific spirituality or religion?" And they just look at me kind of funny, like it's very obvious nobody's ever asked them this question, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, do you go to church? And I'm like, no. And they expect me to like stop right there. I'll just come right back. And I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, who is this doctor? And, you know, by the end of the that visit, you know, oftentimes I ask them if I can pray for them. And they they leave saying I've never had a doctor, you know, ask these kind of questions about my health and who I am as a person. And most patients want more of that. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. And man, I've I've never had a doctor, you know, pray for me in an appointment, even like the Christian ones that have been so influential, you know, so I'm excited for them to listen to this and hear how you're practicing and bringing the Lord into it so boldly. There's a scripture in Proverbs, the righteous are as bold as a lion and it's really interesting at our church this Sunday, our pastor was talking about boldness. So if you guys want to see bold, go check out second Chronicles chapter 18, uh, the prophet Micaiah. I mean, 
he had to be bold when no one, when everyone else was just kind of going along with what society was saying. He spoke the truth of what the word of the Lord was and, and against the King um, Ahab, the very evil king. And um, he probably spent life in prison for it, but he had to speak the Lord's truth. And so Dr. Jamie, I'm sure you've accepted of like, if someone ever comes at you, you know, in a negative way of like, I'm speaking the Lord's truth and I stand firm on it. You are like a modern day um, disciple <laughs> of the Lord. You really are. It's so cool to see that. You know, I used to be an adrenaline junkie. Like I used to. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. I used to like ride wheelies on four wheelers and skydive and all kinds of crazy what? stuff. Yeah. You would never think that, right? Everyone doesn't no. see it because they're like, you seem so peaceful and calm. I'm like, no, on, on the inside, it's just crazy. And, wow. you know, uh, I, I, I'm sure eventually I'll talk about it in a future episode, but I was in a, a really bad car wreck and I had some broken bones. And since then I have not been so, you know, adrenaline seeking, seeking. And, <laughs> and then when I, I started growing this spirituality aspect in my practice and I'm, and it really started with my training, um, discussing palliative care with patients, families in the hospital, you know, cause that, that's where a lot of physicians have the spirituality side come out a little bit, but, you know, just going in and having these really difficult conversations with families, like not every family's on board. There's families that are, 50 50 on what to do and things and like it can be very um awkward and very emotional and I found myself loving it I found my new adrenaline oh my goodness <laughs> that is like a pure gift from the Lord for sure God's like God's like then he told me that he's like do you know why you like these conversations and he's like remember how you used to like to do those things this is what <laughs> this is what you're going to do now and I, I was know. like and I I love it I love and you know I never push any of this on people. It I can I keep it completely open and you know I've been blessed with a decent amount of discernment and I know when to right. to bring this up and when not to. Yeah. And I'm always cuz I am in private practice so I'm always a little nervous. Naturally you would be, you know, bringing up the gospel or asking a patient to pray or different things. I'm like you know, one day I'm going to ask the wrong person and they're going to write a horrible review or something. But, you know, not one time has anybody said, you know, I wish you didn't ask me that or no, thanks. I don't need prayer or, you know, send me a bad review or anything. And, you know, that's just, you know, God's protecting me. And, you know, it's just part of being obedient to what he's having me do there. Right. But again, like blessed are you when people persecute you and say all bad, all kinds of bad things of evil against yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure eventually it will probably happen. <laughs> and we're going to, I'm going to like cheer you on and say, go Jamie, because you are doing what the Lord is calling you to do unashamedly. And like, hey, if it gets yeah. people saved, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn something today about God's desire for your hormones? If so, please take a quick minute to review this podcast. It's the best way for more women like you to finally feel heard and understood about their God-given hormones. Thank you in advance for your review. If you're wanting to connect with me personally, head over to my website in the show notes to learn how. 
In any case, for the love of your hormones, I hope you enjoyed sipping on your matcha today. It's so much better for you than your afternoon latte. We'll see you guys next time.